everybody, and welcome back to another podcast of No Regrets Marriage. I'm Johnny Morton. And I'm Carla. And we are glad you're taking time out of your week to be with us. Uh, Hopefully you've been keeping up. We've just done the first two parts in a four-part series about the seasons of marriage. We've covered spring and summer. And so that brings us where today, Carla? To fall. Fall is actually one of my favorite times of the year. But is it one of your favorite times of marriage? No. No, it's not. It's really kind of unfortunate that that's the way this goes. But, yeah, no, fall. Yeah, because two of your favorite real seasons are fall fall and and winter. winter. And yet those can be some of the most challenging when it comes to a marriage. Yes. So hopefully you've heard the other ones and you know that we really want to try to keep our marriages in the spring and summer seasons. But the reality is probably most couples are going to experience a fall, a fall season. Yeah, and I just as we, as we start, and if you've listened back, one of the things I just want to just reemphasize as we get into fall and next week into winter I don't want people to think that, okay, fall and winter just when bad things happen in a marriage because hard things, challenges can happen in any season. It's just in spring and summer, because the relationship is in a healthy place, you're much better able to handle whatever those situations might be. Yes. And I think you and I've talked about this a lot recently, that that is probably the key to when life has events that are really challenging and hard, where a couple is in their season of marriage is really going to be impactful as to how they navigate that, that event, that time in their lives. You and I have had some hard times where we have remained, though, in a summer kind of season, even though to look at it, it would look more like a fall or even a winter. Yeah, and thankfully, because we've been in a place, in a really healthy place in our marriage and communication and how we're dealing with conflict on our intimacy with each other, emotional and spiritual intimacy, then it's enabled us to weather it and and not to just sort of put our relationship into a tailspin where if you're in a fall, And as we talk about that, that's a time that if your relationship is there, then those challenges really might cause some damage to the relationship if you're not real attentive to it. True. Okay, so one of the things we've talked about is what are the different emotions, what are the mindsets, what are the different actions and behaviors of each of the seasons? So... Spring characterized, it's positive, it's hopeful, it's exciting, it's newness. Uh, Summer is vibrant and healthy communication. You're sort of in that really strong part of what we hope is your marriage where things are growing and you're attending to issues and needs that come along. Okay, what are some of the emotions of fall? Well, fall, when you think about in the weather, you know, true seasonal nature, you think about what do you see in the fall? Well, you see changes that occur, and there's a change in the leaves, and there's a coolness in the air, and that's sort of what's happening in a marriage, that all of a sudden there is a chill in the relationship. 
So things have either there's a drift that is just because of not being intentional because of life and busyness and stress. All of a sudden you're just not connecting so well. There may have been something that's occurred that's made that worse. And there's a coolness to it. There's a little bit of a disengaging with one another. Okay. And so some of those emotions might be... You may be dissatisfied a little bit with one another. Just sort of uncomfortable, maybe not even knowing that and even realizing that maybe something is just this idea, hey, there's something different. We don't feel as close. We don't feel as connected. Yeah, I mean, I think it's even the idea that somebody feels a little unhappy They feel a little frustrated, maybe a little burned out, a little empty in the sense that they feel like they're not getting what they want or need out of the relationship. So there's a cooling off, if you would, that's kind of happened in the relationship. And again, it it may not even be that there's, quote, fighting or definite conflicts. It's just this change that has happened And part of what we're going to talk about is why it's so important that you identify that the leaves are now either a different color or they've fallen off the trees. Okay. So what about thinking about more some of the mindsets that you find? Well, I think more of the mindset is maybe, and this may not be on both parties, but this could be one person. There's a little bit of concern about kind of where the relationship is because they realize there's a little difference. Um, There may even be some apprehension about could something else be going on? Why has this happened? You know, and so there's an uncertainty as to kind of where the relationship is. And and I think I think you would agree with me. I think probably wives tend to pick on that, pick up on that quicker than their husbands do. I would totally 100% agree with that. We, I know there's a That's, that's unusual that you agree 100% yes, with me okay. on anything. So That's true. But what I'm thinking is, and I do think we've said this before, this is, I think, part of the way God wired a, a woman to be very intuitive about their relationship and where it is. It's almost like she is a little, um, one of those little flags during the weather when it's up that's telling you it's rocky, it's windy, it's calm seas today, it's yeah. you should not go out here, you're going to die type things. And so I think a woman is really aware of those changes. Honestly, sometimes I think you all, if there's not big fighting, if there's not big, obviously, I'm not talking to you, I'm not looking at you, I'm, you know, I'm leaving the house, I'm not telling you where I'm going. No, sometimes I think a man, if there's not the big things, they may miss the little shifts. So that what they don't realize is the, is the relationship almost that coolness, maybe a little bit of a separating and... I guess that lack of the thing you say, lack of connection, lack of intimacy, he may not even pick it up until... She tells him. Yeah. She tells him. Now, again, if you're a gentleman out there and you're listening and you're like, no, 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 I would never miss this. Kudos to you. That's awesome. But I just think in general, a female usually is aware when the temperature drops down a little bit. Okay. And then so finally, what about some of the actions and behaviors that sort of go along with a fall season? What are some of the things that, especially I guess that you want to say, hey, these are things to be looking for. Or when you see these things, hey, know that these are the signs of a change thing. Like we talk about winter, uh, 
leaves change colors. You mean uh, the fall? Fall. Oh, yeah. Yes, you said fall. Okay, leaves winter. change color in winter. Okay. Maybe in some places in winter. Leaves change colors. They start falling to the ground. The grass doesn't grow as much. Uh, just the days are even shorter as you move into fall. And so there's real signs, hey, we're moving into fall. What are those signs and actions in a relationship? Well, I think sometimes there is just been the lack of intentionality, like you and I talk about all the time. And that is so easy to happen. And all of a sudden, you realize it's been weeks or months and you haven't had a date night. You've hardly even had any time that you're connecting. You haven't done anything intentional toward one another. You're forgetting the little week in and week out, day in and day out things we talk about that are pouring into your love tank that are seeing each other, um, meeting each other's needs, desires. And that's kind of, it's it's really a period of neglect, I guess you'd say. And the problem is if you don't realize the leaves have changed colors and they've fallen off, you got to take action then or you will be in a winter. Okay. Um, we talk about, you know, we talked about the warning signs. I grew up in Miami. And I remember we'd have hurricanes. And one of the things that put up the hurricane flags are sort of these warning signs. Yeah, so just for, like my for little us flags guys I was saying. who were really slow to pick up. You need a bigger flag. Yeah, what are how would how do we identify a warning sign? Is a husband how do I know when other than you coming out and telling me, and a lot of times y'all don't want to tell us because you expect us to pick up on it and feel the same thing you're doing, which we often don't. What are some of those warning signs? Well, again, I would go back to the idea that if you're doing that week in and week out where you're saying to one another, you know, how did you feel loved this past week? How would you like to be loved? How, that, well, if the answer is I haven't, I haven't felt loved in a couple of weeks, then that's kind of telling well, you. What something. if you've never, you asked never really questions. made those things? You never asked those questions. Well, then I would say when you start to feel things like there really isn't much communication, or it is on a very surface level, it's what we would call that level one or two communication where you're talking about stuff that you almost could talk about with your next door neighbor because it's scheduling, it's itinerary, it's who's doing what, it's events, it's other people. It's not It's not intimate. It's not about where you are with one another or emotionally or spiritually. It's really surface. And so I would say that's probably an indication you think about what have we talked about? What kind of, you know, I hate to say this because I hate to be the one to bring it up, but I would say to you as a man, if there has been a change in the chill in the bedroom, yeah, I, I would tell get you, to that. I think that is one of I the signs. I would say that is probably potentially a woman who is feeling not seen, not cherished. She's feeling the drift. She's feeling the neglect. And sometime for her, because of the way God wired us, when those needs are not met or that she's not feeling that way, there's a shutdown in the other areas. Now, and I've said this before, that's not a wise thing to do. But if you're looking for a sign, yeah, I, think I would ask you about the, that. That's We've always talked about that, you know, your your sex life is can be a real barometer of the relationship. And we've also always said, you know, what happens outside the bedroom is honestly statistically time-wise and all that way more important if you kind of would 
to what happens inside. But what happens inside is so unique and so special that if there are problems outside, it is going to show up in there. It just is. And so that is a place to look to say, is there been a change in our physical intimacy with one another? So even if you can't go back and say, well, gosh, when did we have a date night? Well, maybe you've never established the habit. So you don't realize that's a change. So I think the problem is without the intentionality, a lot of time people drift there and they're way into the fall before somebody kind of says, or the wife has that moment maybe that she just says, okay, I am really unhappy. I am super frustrated with our relationship. Okay. So we've looked at some of the emotions and the behaviors. We've talked about some of the warning signs. And one of the things we've already said, intentionality is a big thing. You know, seasons in life, as far as the normal weather seasons, those just change. They come and go and, you know, they're always going to come and go. What are some of the things that you think maybe can push a relationship out of summer into, into fall, other than intentionality is obviously one? Well, I think it's maybe some of those things that we've referenced talking about barriers to intimacy, where I think... And we did a whole podcast on this, and you said I got on my soapbox a little bit. But I think the idea of the busyness and just that we get so busy with life and everything else almost trumps the relationship. Yeah, taking care of your marriage. And even couples, y'all, that we know desire this, they know this truth. They're wanting to live it. We, we, we're, enga- we're engaged and involved with a lot of couples all the time. And we hear from couples who know this. And they will say, we haven't been able to have a date night in whatever months. We have realized we have not had an adult conversation in whatever days or weeks. Some of that is life. And it is little children. And it is job stress. And it is a move. And it's a change. And it's an illness. It's all kind of things. But I do think that's one of the big things that all of a sudden you realize you have really drifted. And that drift may make you all of a sudden wake up and realize, wow, I got went out this morning in my tank top and shorts and it's 40. I didn't realize that it had gone into fall and I'm still wearing my winter summer clothes. Not that I wear that, but I'm just saying, yeah. I think, uh, so I, I totally agree with you. I think busyness, and we we talk about that all the time, how that's one of the big enemies of intimacy. I, I think the other one, and it can go hand in hand with that, and I think the other big thing can be selfishness, is we become more self-focused and less other-focused. And that can be, it could be a job. It could be physically something that's going on with you, illness, struggles there, maybe depression because of something. And I think those things can be those that push you out of those healthy seasons into a fall. So, hey, everybody I think is going to experience falls, Um, but we don't have to go deep into them. So as we think about it, how do you, what do you do when you start seeing these things? What are some of the keys? Well, I think obviously the first thing is you realize, okay, we've shifted out of quote, a summer healthier, really connection, and we've moved into some other areas. So I think you have to acknowledge it. If you don't, 
then you're not ever going to be able to work toward moving back toward summer. So I would say, look and think about once you realize it and then bring it to your spouse's attention and say, you know, have, you got a schedule, you got a plan, say, hey, I need to talk. I need to kind of share that I'm frustrated. I feel like, use your I message statements, you say from your heart, your mind, your sense of where you are, what your concerns are, and then be really specific about what you're asking about. You can't, we can't just throw out these Frisbees and just think somebody, well, you know what I mean, like a a Frisbee in the sense of this thought or this very I don't think I've ever heard that term. It's Let's a frisbee. throw out the frisbees. Well, no, it's what it means uh, is like and expect yeah. them to catch it. Okay. Okay, get it? And so Yeah, like you'd be a dog, okay. Yes. And so so I think you gotta have the discussion. You gotta acknowledge it. And maybe the other spouse does or doesn't see it, but then maybe you have a really frank discussion about, you know, maybe we have let some stuff slip. Maybe we have allowed our schedule, our kids, our whatever to to creep in in the way that it's pulling us apart. Yeah, I think it's, as you're talking about that, this thought just ran through my mind. We talk a lot, and it's part of our tagline is building strong foundations, and you think of the home. And, you know, oftentimes is when your home gets neglected, and then all of a sudden you start seeing the things, you see the peeling paint, you see the crack in the foundation, you see there's water in the basement, Hey, once you've identified that, you got to say, okay, what is the issue? Why are we here? And oftentimes, you go back to that, it's just not paying attention and neglect. Yeah. And so what's the first thing you probably ought to do? And that's really get help. Right. And so help may look way different for a lot of people. If you're early into fall, a few days or weeks, and you realize, oop, we're slipping a little bit. And you say, you identify it, you talk about it, you say, let's go back and do what we were doing six months ago, nine months ago, a year ago, when we were in a better place. Put back in place what may have slipped. Have those frank discussions. Go back and have date night. Use a lot of the tools we've talked about. If you feel like, oop, we're a little past that, we may need some help to navigate out, then get help. One of the things that is really, I think, frustrating, sad, is when you see a couple, they're struggling, and sometimes one or the other is willing to reach out and sort of say it, but it's almost like admitting that, owning that is some, I don't know what it is. Well, I think it's especially a problem within the church. I think we are so worried about what other people are going to think about us that we're afraid to say, hey, we're really, really struggling, struggling here. here. You know, because, you know, you think about it. We've talked in the past about how many times you see couples and everything looks fine on the outside. You see them at church, they're smiling. You see them at the grocery store, no problems. And then inside they're crumbling. But there's, it's almost like, hey, I shouldn't be struggling. We shouldn't have these struggles. There's something wrong with us. And I sure don't want to tell that to anybody. And so it just goes unspoken. And that's a huge danger. Yeah, and, and the thing that's unfortunate is a lot of times, like you said, you're two weeks into fall season or you're two months. If you're two weeks in and you realize it and you say, what do we need to do to get yeah, some much help? much easier to correct yeah. it. If you're off just a little bit off the trail, it's a whole lot easier to get there. But if you're deep into the woods... It's just harder. It's going to be harder. It doesn't mean that you can't. You and I have no, been you deep might, in you the woods. You might need a guide. You might need a guide, yes. To the right place. 
And, and that's where we would encourage one, we do marriage coaching. Uh, that's a great time when you see these changes and you're like, we're here. We're not sure how we got here. We know where we want to go back to, but we need a little help in getting back to that place of health. And it may be because maybe there's been some deep wounds or something that pushed you into that season. Then there may be a need for counseling. Right. And so either or or both would be options to get some help to say, how do we, like you said, how do we move back into a good place in our marriage? How do we get out of here? Because as you said, it can be neglect. It can be a drift. It certainly can be, though, life circumstances and changes that really are hard and having some help even to navigate that is beneficial. And so because that can, like you said, you don't have to have a bad thing happen or trauma, tragedy in your lives to make you go into a fall season. But there are sometime events that will sort of push us toward that and then how we deal with them really is the direction that either you move back into summer or you end up going forward and moving into fall, I mean, winter. Yeah. And so I would say maybe the biggest thing is once you realize it, and especially if you've moved later because, you know, maybe just life has just been so overwhelming and all of a sudden you realize, man, we are far away from where we need to be. Man, get that help. Yeah. Find a couple that can do marriage coaching, get marriage counseling, find a couple that can mentor you through that. But God didn't design us. The whole part of the body of Christ is to help bear one another's burdens. And this is an area that I don't think we take advantage of often enough. And the real danger is if you ignore it and then you neglect it, there's a great chance that that fall is going to turn into a winter. Yeah. And that can become a really, really hard, painful time. And we'll get to that in our next session. Yes, we will. Sounds like a, d- a downer. So don't not listen because we are going to talk about how God still amazingly uses the fall and the winter seasons in our marriage to still make great stuff. But we're also trying to give you some tips, help, support in saying you don't want to stay there. You don't want to you want to get out of it as soon as you can. So now let me just close with this. If you're just sort of picking up our podcast is joined in the seasons, hey, go back and listen to some of the other ones. We talk about the tools that if you'd start being intentional with them, some of the communication tools, we talked about how to handle conflict healthier, the five questions, those are the kind of things that you want to turn back to or you want to start if you really find yourself during that fall season. Absolutely. All right, so... uh, We'll see you in the winter. We love fall, love the fallen leaves, not necessarily the best time in marriage, but it's not the worst. It can be a time to sort of just, hey, pay attention, see what's going on, let's get back to summertime. So, all right, we'll talk to y'all later. In the meantime, y'all keep on forging.